0: How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 131 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, the A's took two out of three games from the Giants over the weekend, securing a playoff berth. Their magic number is now one, so where did the A's stand in the playoff hunt? And I'm also going to do a quick look at the probables for the Dodgers series and just look at those, see what that means for the postseason rotation moving forward. So got a lot of speculation coming up, but, uh, One note off the top, before I get into everything, Um, I'm going to be taking Monday off from recording, so that means there will be no Tuesday episode. Uh, I got stuff going on, my wife is off, so we're going to have a nice day. And then I'll record Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and those uh, episodes will either be up late those nights or very early in the morning, like 1, 2 a.m., something like that. I'm a night guy. Um, So they'll be up either uh, the next morning or late that night uh, discussing all of the action and implications involved. So that's that's my little note. Also, Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, follow us on social media, at Locked on, A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at By Jason B on Twitter, and if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's talk about the weekend just a little bit. I, I recapped Friday's game, so I'm not going to go into that one in too much detail. I'm going to start with the bad news first, because, you know, get out of the way. Uh, the A's got hit around a little bit on Sunday afternoon. Mike Minor gave up six earned runs in five innings. He gave up four hits and three walks. Uh, the main shot was Brandon Cross. Crawford's grand slam off of JB Wendelkin in the sixth. JB Wendelkin had inherited two runners from uh Mike Minor when he came on. So he allowed a single and then a grand slam. That was uh the big shot off of Brandon Crawford's bat right there. That put the A's ahead or sorry, the Giants ahead six to nothing and added two more runs to Mike Minor's ledger. So uh with how inconsistent Mike Minor has been with him both going seven shutout innings and then also going five innings, giving up six runs, uh, he's shown that he can give you two to three pretty decent innings, pretty good innings, shutout innings, if you will. And uh, I I think that he's probably going to be a bullpen piece. I don't know that they're going to give him a start in the playoffs. He's worked out of the bullpen before. He has experience doing it. It's probably his best option at providing a positive force for the A's in the playoffs. And uh, I wouldn't be mad at seeing him for a couple of innings, two to three innings, maybe, depending on how quickly those innings go. And uh, if he's going to be facing guys a second time through the order, um, I think that that's the probably the best way to use him at this point. Um, I, I don't know that we're going to have a lot of time to get him right. So I think that that's probably where we're going to be seeing him come the postseason. And, uh, you know. It, would, it might take until the second round of the playoffs or the division series to really get him into a game, get him uh, some good game action and all that stuff, make him become a little bit of a valuable piece for the A's. So they got to win that first series. And uh, also, quick plug, I'm going to be talking to one of the hosts of Locked On Rays. I, I think we're scheduled for Wednesday. So assuming everything happens, uh, we're going to be talking about both of our teams, uh, our lookouts for the postseason and who we would like to face in the first round of the playoffs and all that stuff. So uh, that that's going to be coming to you guys probably on Thursday if we do, in fact, record on Wednesday. So uh, you'll get my takes on, you know, who the A's probably want to match up with in the first round. Uh, they got three options to choose from. One of them is not as much fun um, so we'll probably be giving you guys scoops on the Astros Indians and Blue Jays who are the six seven and eighth seeds right now and uh, you know we should have more of a an idea at that point uh, where the A's might be stacking up they'll have plenty like five more games left so six more games left at that point because we'll be recording before Wednesday's game so a lot could change but a lot could stay the same by the time that we record which is good uh, it gives us more of uh, an overview as to you know nothing is set in stone maybe maybe any of us could face the Indians and that would be fun. But anyway, switching back over to the weekend here, uh, one last point on Mike Miner. I think that he, he can get through those couple of innings, and it'll be up to Bob Melvin to choose one to deploy him and give him the best matchups possible. So uh, that's what I'm looking for moving forward. He's probably got one more start this uh, this regular season, and then we'll, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But I think that it'll be up to Bob Melvin's managerial skills to get him in the right spots, because uh, he can be inconsistent. But I think that he can give us two to three innings on any given night and, uh, you know, re- at least preserve the bullpen. If not, uh, keep the A's in the game and uh, get them a win. So that's all good stuff. Uh, moving on to everybody's favorite new Oakland athletic, Jake Lamb. He is definitely everybody's favorite over Mike Miner. Um, he continues to stay hot and has collected a hit in all seven games that he has played since joining the A's last week. He is batting 364 with a .417 on base percentage with Oakland. And, uh, you know, that, that's not bad. I've got a little bit more Jake Lamb talk here in just a second, but i got to get through the rest of the suck that was Sunday. So let's go. Lou Trevino, he got knocked around a little bit in his one-inning work on Sunday. He allowed two runs on two hits and two walks. It's still unclear what role he's going to have in the postseason. He's been getting to a little bit more high leverage roles every now and then, uh, and he's done well. But, you know, today he was obviously in a cleanup role, got hit around a little bit. So uh, I'm not sure where he's going to be used. He might be like the sixth, seventh guy out of the bullpen, um, depending on how many people they have and where they slot uh, JB Wendelkin. I assume that Wendelkin's above him at this point. And then, uh, you know, Weems is behind both of them. And I don't know where McFarlane sits. So those are the bottom four guys. Top four guys are, you know, the main guys that we would see with uh, Petit, Deekman, who hasn't allowed a run yet, Soria, and uh, Liam Hendricks. So they've got a pretty solid bullpen. I like, you know, six of these options are pretty good. Uh, TJ McFarlane's been pretty decent, but... He hasn't been used a whole bunch, so is he really good? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Diekman's been a revelation, so so they haven't had to use TJ McFarland as much. Uh, moving on, sticking with Sunday, Jordan Weems is likely going to be filling the role that Trevino was earlier in the season where he's just that mop-up guy. If a game gets out of hand in the postseason, you'll see Jordan Weems, um, and th- I think that that's his role moving forward. Uh, maybe we'll see him a couple more. We'll probably see him over the weekend a whole bunch because they got the doubleheader and the games won't necessarily matter at that point. Again, A's magic number is one. So you want to save your best pitchers and have them at full strength come Tuesday of next week, the 29th, not the 22nd, obviously. Uh, you just want to have everybody as fresh as possible for game one through game three because they are three sequ- sequential days. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh came came in, in a tough spot in the sixth with two on and then surrendered that grand slam he's been really good for the a's this year and so i'm not really holding this one against him get those runs out of your system while you can because he's been solid he has allowed uh runs in just two appearances this season earned runs in two appearances this season there have been a couple of unearned runs as well but he's been really good when he comes in doors basically shut uh, as long as he starts with the cleaning um i did not see inherited runners but you know whatever uh switching over to saturday though Jesus Luzardo was the big story, obviously. Uh, he went six innings, allowed five hits, and struck out seven, walked to nobody. His pitch count got a little bit up there, but I think that once he gets that under control, he's going to be going from really good to elite. Uh, he's showing all the tools. He gets set around every now and then, but I think that he's, you know, adept enough at uh, adjusting and all that stuff. I don't know that he's going to be, you know, a bulldog like Max Scherzer or anything like that, but he's going to be one of the better pitchers in baseball very shortly, so uh, it'll be fun Watching him continue to develop, at least. Uh, Here's the the Jake Lamb news that I teased just a minute ago. He had a two-run homer against lefty Sam Selman. And when the A's signed him, I said that the A's probably wouldn't be using him against any left-handed pitching because uh, he hadn't been good against them. But so far, very small sample size. He is two for seven with a home run and no strikeouts. So if he's going up there and giving you, you know, a solid A-B every time he goes up against a lefty, I'm okay with that. Uh... Keep keep it going, Jake. I, I don't know what else to say, but uh, I am having a very fun time with Jake Lamb puns and Jake Lamb at-bats. They're a good time. Um, so as for the A's postseason outlook, the White Sox lost to the Reds on Sunday and the Rays lost to the Orioles, all of which left the door open for Oakland to you know to get that extra game on these guys. And uh, they, they didn't take the opportunity. They still didn't clinch the west it's okay i mean they got seven more opportunities they're they're fine um but you know it would it would have been nice for them to win sunday only because they could have moved up in the standings in the american league they could have been tied for that number two spot uh they're still currently one game behind the chicago white Sox for the number two spot and they are a game and a half behind tampa bay for the number one spot so it's going to go down to the wire on that one uh the a's have one more game to play than the Rays. So that's where that half game comes into play. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, These schedules for all three teams, you got the Rays going with three on the road against the Mets and then three at home against the Phillies. And then uh, the White Sox got four on the road against Cleveland. Should be a tough battle. And then uh, three at home against the Cubs. The A's, obviously, they got three at Dodger Stadium and then four at home against Seattle, including that doubleheader next Saturday. So lots of baseball to be played, and uh, we'll we'll see how everything shakes down. Coming up on the podcast, though, I'm going to go through the probable starters for the A's and Dodgers series on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and uh, see what that means for the A's playoff rotation implications. So uh, stay locked in with Locked on A's. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash locked on MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. We are also brought to you today by Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious.er They have 18 amazing flavors including nut and non-nut flavors, six new flavors including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. They also have their 12 original flavors, including Mint Brownie. I pick out one every time, Mint Brownie. That one's sounding really good right now. Uh, All of their bars are 100% covered in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They are protein bars that taste like candy bars. And belt Bars are great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. All bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet so you're asking yourself hey jason how can i how can i uh, take advantage of this one well i got you right here you go to beltbar.com you use the promo code locked on that is one word locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order when you use the promo code locked on at beltbar.com and to make things even better you get a free cooler with purchase you get a little cooler for your little bars you can have your little treats all around the house and uh what what's not to like about that? So go to beltbar.com right now. Enter code locked on. That is one word, locked on. Get ten dollars off your first box at beltbar.com. Welcome back to Locked On A's. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at By Jason B on Twitter. And if you have any mailbag questions for us or just comments or questions, feel free to send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So getting right into the A's and Dodgers game on Tuesday night, I'm going to go with uh, Frankie Montas here. I'm going to talk mostly about the A starters. I'll give you the Dodgers starters. I'm talking mostly about the A's here. Uh, Frankie Montas is going for the A's against the very highly gifable Dustin May. He's been a revelation. He has uh, pitches that do things that uh, baseball should not do from a right-hander, but... Uh, We'll just get to see that firsthand on Tuesday. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, This is going to be a very important start for Frankie Montas, who has been struggling to go deeper into games. He's been going around five innings, giving up, you know, three, two, three, four runs, somewhere in that range. Uh, This is a good opportunity against a good team, a World Series caliber team, and a World Series caliber offense to see what he has heading into the playoffs. If he pitches well here, I mean, they're probably not going to throw him out on Sunday, uh, regardless, because they want him most likely for the playoffs. And if he pitches on Sunday, he's not going to be able to pitch uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So my guess is that we're going to be seeing some very random people starting games on uh, over the weekend here, especially with the doubleheader. You're going to definitely see one of the minor league guys starting one of those doubleheaders, I assume, because you don't want to burn out your uh, your pitchers that you're going to actually be using in the playoffs, uh, you know, right out of the gate, right before the playoffs start. So I'll be looking to see what Frankie Montas does, how the A's could use him from there, um, this is kind of the, the put up or shut up a game right here. So uh, I, I'm, I've got some expectations for Frankie Montas. If he goes six gives up two, I am very excited about Frankie Montas moving forward in the playoffs. If he gets shelled, I don't know how they're going to be using them. So uh, yeah, we, we got a lot on the plate for uh, for just game one of this A's Dodgers series. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, moving on to Wednesday though, we got Shawn Manaya going against Julio Urias. Uh, again, this is another big test for an A starter. Manaya has been pitching really well lately with Jonah Heim behind the uh, the plate catching him, and uh, this is going to be a next level test for you know that duo of Manaya and Heim. Um, We'll see what they do against the Dodgers. If they perform again, like they have been in recent uh, starts, you know, the last four or five starts, maybe he's the game one starter for the A's next Tuesday. Um, I mean, he'd be on turn for it already. He'd actually have an extra day of rest. So maybe it's Shamanai in game one. Uh, Thursday's matchup, you got Mike Fires against TBD. So we don't know who the Dodgers thrown out, but Mike Fires is there. Uh, and we know that much. And for Mike Fires, this could uh, this could determine whether or not he achieves his dream of starting a game in the postseason for the A's. He's wanted the ball the last couple of years. He hasn't gotten it. This could be his opportunity to be like, hey, I can shut down a really good offense. Watch me go. Uh, The Dodgers have the number four offense in baseball. So it's no easy task. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, those are the matchups for the series that we have coming up. Um, Also, this means that Bassett and Luzardo, two of Oakland's better pitchers this season, and... The two guys that are coming off of back-to-back shutouts against the Giants this weekend, they aren't going to be on turn for game one of the wild card round. Um, what does that mean? I, I mean it probably means that they're not going to be starting game one of the wild card round. Um what it could mean is that Bassett would be on regular rest for game two of the wild card round, and then Luzardo would be on rest for game three. So with just how rest works and where the the uh the rotation is right now, are we looking at Possibly a Shamanaya game one, Chris Bassett game two, Hazel Cesardo game three, probable starter kind of thing. Um, I think that that's probably the best option right now because Mike Miner is not going to get one of the starts. Uh, Mike Fires might be better in relief. I-, I don't know that I believe that. I don't know where to put Mike Fires. That's my question. Uh, where do I put Mike Fires? Where-, where where should we put Mike Fires in the rotation or the A's postseason plans? Uh, let me know at Locked On A's. Where would you put Mike Fires? Because I don't know. But if that is the A's rotation moving forward with uh, Mania Game One, Bass Game Two, Lazardo Game Three. I think I like that rotation a decent amount, uh, depending on how uh, Mania does against the Dodgers. If he gets shelled, obviously, I'm not going to feel as confident about that. But he's been pitching really well. He's probably the hottest starter they got going right now. Uh, Chris Bassett's been very consistent. So if they need to pick up a game there, cool. And then uh, if it goes to a game three, then you got Lozardo there. And he's going to be in the rotation for a few more years. Uh, maybe you live and die by your future ace um, as opposed to one of the people that's going to be a free agent after the year. I I don't know. And then you got Fires and Montas available in the bullpen if you need them. Um, And maybe that's what they're thinking. And depending on how Frankie Montas does on Tuesday against the Dodgers, I think that that could have implications for the division series round uh, because there will there will be time to rest in between the wildcard round and the division series because they got to go into quarantine before they can start, you know, playing the rest of the playoff baseballs. Uh, Once, you know, the teams are taken down to Southern California and all that stuff that gives uh, whoever starts in games one, two and three a little bit of time to recuperate. So if. You know, any team, especially these. but if any team wanted to throw their, you know, one, two, three guys out there again, they probably could. Um, But if Frankie Montas has a good start in his, you know, likely final start of the season against the Dodgers, then that could open up the door for him getting the game one start against whoever he faces. Um, Just some things to keep in mind here. He will, if the A's get the second or third seed, he would have just started a game at Dodger Stadium. And the second and third seeds, if they are the two teams that advance, they get to uh, play their first series in the division series in Dodger Stadium. So he'd be fresh off of just having a start in Dodger Stadium. He'd be coming on 13 days of rest, and I think that his struggles do kind of stem back to that neck issue that he had. So give him almost two weeks off, he might be ready to go for the postseason, and that would be a huge turning point. If he became the Frankie Montas that we saw for a couple of starts there, where he was you seven innings in like one or shutout baseball, Um, yeah, I, I think that that could be a huge bonus for the A's. If he just goes out there and shoves in game one of the division series, then you're like, hey, we also got Frankie Montas now. And then if you have Frankie Montas pitching like he was because he got he was able to rest a little bit. Then you got Frankie Montas, Chris Bassett, Hazel Cusardo, and Sean That's four good starters right there. And the key to this whole postseason is going to be depth. And if you got four guys like that going the way that they're going right now, I, I think that I'd be okay with that. So hopefully, uh, obviously, I'm being very optimistic about all this stuff because I don't know how long neck injuries last. But, you know, hopefully two weeks is enough. I don't know. Uh, also, if the... Seedings stay the way that they are, and the A's and uh, White Sox are 2-3 in either form. It doesn't matter who's 2-3. or Uh, They would be facing each other if both teams advanced past their first uh, series matchup, and uh, maybe he'd have a little bit more adrenaline going against a team that he was a farmhand for back in 2015 with the White Sox before he got traded to the Dodgers, which is how he wound up with the A's. So that's a fun little trade rabbit hole for you. Um, So, I mean, there's lots of storylines just revolving around Frankie Montas right there that I find interesting. Uh, If he goes out and performs, you know, adequately, like six innings, two, three, two, three runs, I think I'd be okay with that. Give him game one in the division series if it comes to it. And, you know, on two weeks of rest. And just one final note before I get out of here. uh, On top of all of the playoff rotation implications and intrigue that's going to be coming up in this Dodgers series, they're also going to be playing in a potential playoff venue for themselves if uh, the standings hold and all that stuff. So that could be a potential advantage for them coming up unless they, you know, somehow get the two seed and then the Astros beat whoever the three seed is and then they face the Astros. Uh, Everybody else has been able, nobody else would have been able to play at Dodger Stadium. So that could be a leg up for themselves or they could face the Astros. That'd be fun Um, at Dodger Stadium. Oh, that'd be so weird. So anyways, uh, there's a lot to keep on top of for the next three days of baseball. I'm going to be, uh, not recording on Monday night. So there will be no Tuesday pod, but, uh, you'll be, I'll be here with you guys the rest of the week. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode because, uh, you know, playoff baseball is going up. You guys got to get excited. Uh, if you want to hear more playoff baseball stuff, uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you like your podcast. Follow us on social media at Locked on, A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please send them to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. That's going to be it for me today, you guys. I'll be back with you guys on Wednesday morning or late Tuesday night, depending on when the game ends, uh, to discuss Frankie Montas's start on Tuesday. And uh, so, yeah, we got that going for you guys. But until then, stay indoors, celebrate good times, Oakland, keep wearing those masks, and I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.